Welcome back, everybody. We have daylight saving time, election ties, a bus crash, and a let's go Brandon license plate. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Now that we've sprung forward, there's a little more we can get done outside between work and sunset, which is nice for a lot of people. Of course, it means more people wake up before daylight, which isn't everybody's cup of coffee. Still, more people than not argue twice a year that we ought to quit this whole falling back and springing forward business and stay on one single time. And among those people, they tend to side on getting more daylight in the p.m. by staying on daylight saving time. There have been efforts made at the state level in many states, including Alabama, but anything that passes would still require Congress to change existing law in order for the changes to go into effect. Just last year, Alabama passed a law to make daylight saving time permanent. And now, AL.com's Howard Koppelwitz reports, we're a step closer to seeing that done on the federal level. Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama co-sponsored the bill that passed the U.S. Senate Tuesday on a voice vote. Sunshine Protection Act is now headed to the House of Representatives. Well, you know what they used to say that ties were like, and they did become unsettling enough that even college football found a different more creative way to have an actual winner at the end of a ball game. And you certainly can't have a tie in a political election either. But just as when there's a tie in football and you don't hold a whole new football game to settle it, holding a whole nother election, be it a second primary or an additional runoff, just isn't very efficient. AL.com's John Sharp reports that legislation is under consideration in the Alabama State House that would allow cities to use random methods to select the winner of an election that ended in a tie. cities currently have to hold an additional election, when it can be hard to get people to show up for any election, state and county elections already can resort to such a thing. Back in 2018, Jim Studdard and Henry Lambert were locked in a close race for Sheriff of Clay County, Alabama. They each finished with exactly 2,680 votes. Friends and neighbors, that's close. Now, to determine a winner... They flipped a coin. It would have been untoward for sheriff candidates to play a hand of blackjack. Now, I'm not sure what seems sillier to you, a coin toss or a whole new election, but currently, on the municipal level, they don't have a choice. There was a Russellville City Council seat race that ended in a 154-154 to tie in 2020. That's only 308 people voting, and they had to hold a whole nother election. That takes money out of a strange city budget, of course. Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill supports the legislature that allows cities to draw lots or flip coins or whatever they need to do to settle the tie. It's a rare thing to have happen anyway, and Merrill said the bill would save the cost of an election. Quote, it could be a roll of the dice, high card, or rock, paper, scissors. The sheriff is the one responsible for flipping the coin, end quote. Incidentally, the Down in Alabama editorial department is endorsing sporting clays as a tie-break system. We want to see them put their money where their campaign ads are. No major injuries were reported after a Randolph County, Alabama school bus overturned yesterday after school, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. The bus was carrying Wadley High School students. Alabama state troopers are investigating, and there's a good chance that the wet weather is at least partly to blame. There were around 30 students on the bus. The bus driver and nine students were taken by ambulance to Tanner Medical Center in Wadawi. The state of Alabama has changed its mind and will allow an Aniana man to keep a license plate that takes what may be considered an ugly swipe at the President of the United States, reports AL.com's Sarah White's Kodachek. The license plate's meaning 
is not necessarily an instant read. It's LGBFJB. The LGB is a reference to the phrase, let's go Brandon. You almost certainly know what that means by now. A reporter at Talladega was interviewing driver Brandon Brown and noted that the crowd must be chanting, let's go Brandon, but Of course, we all know the crowd was really chanting something that was dismissive of Joe Biden using a word that people use a lot in Martin Scorsese movies. The second part of the Aniana man's license plate number, FJB, seems pretty evident and more directly states what let's go Brandon is code for. Now, after the truck owner paid his $700 for a specialized license plate, the state took issue with that letter F and sent the man a letter saying the plate would not be renewed. The story caught national attention, and then last week, the state sent the man another letter, saying his tag would not be recalled after all. Incidentally, the man says the FJB part stands for Forget Joe Biden, and the state can't prove that it isn't. Thank y'all so much for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Till then, stop by and see us anytime you want to. We're open 24 hours a day at AL.com. 